Welcome back, everyone, to Stadia Cast. I'm Bill. That's Lloyd. How's it going, Lloyd? It is going fantastic, Bill. Thanks for asking. Got a bunch of games in yesterday. We played a bunch of ESO. I can't wait to talk about all the games we've been playing. Yeah, and we we haven't spoken. I mean, obviously, we we send messages back and forth, but you weren't here last week, so that like that was. I've got a new co-host, and his <laughs> name is his Lloyd, and you know he's yeah. been he's been. Paying, he's been working hard in, in paying attention to what's going on with Stadia, and so I thought I'd invite him up on the show so that we can talk about <laughs> stuff together. Yeah, I, I don't like missing podcasts, so it sucked that I wasn't here last week, but uh, it's, it sounded like a good show. Everyone was happy, so uh, I, I'm, I don't feel so bad. I don't feel so guilty for not uh, being able to show up last week. All right, before we get started, everyone, uh, we do record this show live, so if you haven't already joined us uh, over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash StadiaCast, every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern, uh, Lloyd and I sit down and we talk about all of the Stadia news for the week. Um, If you are here with us live and you want to directly support the show, as some people already are doing um, you can use the Super Chat feature. The Super Chat feature highlights your comments, so when there's hundreds of people watching and uh, chats flying by really fast. It highlights your comments so that we see it and we take each and every one of those comments and we address them at the end of the show in a segment that we call crowd play. We've been calling it crowd play since before people could actually use crowd play. So hopefully people aren't confused by that. Um, If you're watching this after the fact, um, or if you're here live and you want to support the show, you can join and become a member. There's a there's a little button right down below the video where you can click join, and that will let you get access to our uh, our supporters only Discord. It will get videos early, not all videos, but some videos when it makes sense. And um, you know, there's a bunch of other stuff that you get as well as like these really cool emotes that people sometimes spam in chat. So. Uh, make sure that you check out all of that stuff, and uh, thank you, everybody, for being here with, for the live show. Lloyd, are you ready to talk about video games? I I am, man. I've I've been playing a lot of stuff over the last little bit. Um, let's talk about the Stadia first looks that I've uh, I put up this week. Um, starting off with Strange Brigade. Brigade. I'm doing it again. That was the whole thing with the episode. I can't say Strange Brigade. I go Strange Brigade for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. Those two words together are evil. Um, but I jumped in, uh, played it. Holy crap, is that game ever fun? Um, so if you're not familiar, if you haven't, if you don't have Stadia Pro, or, or even if you do have Stadia Pro and you just haven't had time to check it out, it's a four-player co-op shooter where each of the uh, four characters has their own special powers, their own special weapons, their own loadouts. Um, so it reminds me a little bit of um, Left 4 Dead um, back in the day, where oh, you yeah. have all the different um, all the different people would have different abilities and they do different things. It reminds me a little of that, um, maybe because there's zombies that you're that you're shooting. Um, but it has this like really cool British narrator um, and some like old timey radio voice. So you'll do something and the narrator will come on and it's like, oh, and he didn't know that here, here he goes into the cave. He's going to get attacked by a bunch of guys. And it's like, oh, my God, this whole thing. It's like watching it's like watching old school um, cartoons that had uh, kind of like the, the sepia tone and they'd have like the old timey voice would mm-hmm. come on and you'd have like the film grain. It's that type of stuff. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. We're we're gonna have to get together a uh, a four player co op game, Bill, because I think that would be a lot of fun to uh, to stream and to go through a couple levels that way. 
Absolutely. I I didn't touch it until yesterday or maybe the day before, I think. Like it was just kind of sat there in my list of things that I wanted to to try. And finally, a couple days ago, I tried it out and I played probably half of the first level and I wasn't really feeling very well. And so I was like, well, I'll come back to this later. And then this morning, uh, usually I wake up and I get the show notes ready, but I did the show notes last night, score. Um, <laughs> uh, but this morning I woke up and I was like, I'm going to play a little bit of Strange Brigade because I know that Lloyd played it and I want to be able to talk about it too. And so I finished that first level. And there's there's a couple of things about it that I really, really like. I like that you've got like these traps that you can trigger throughout the level uh, by shooting yep. them. So uh, you, you get a wave of, of monsters coming towards you, you know, maybe mummies or zombies or something like that. And you can shoot a thing and a blade will pop up out of the ground and start yep. spinning around or spikes will come up or a big axe will swing back and forth, all that kind of stuff. It's really, really cool. Um, I, I also really like that, you know, you, you talked about Left 4 Dead and I remember playing Left 4 Dead, but what I don't remember about Left 4 Dead was any RPG mechanics at all. Mm. Am I correct in saying that there were none? I don't believe there were. Okay. Um, so this game get, has RPG access mechanics. to better weapons. What's that? That would be about, you'd get access to better weapons. Maybe the further you go along, I think that was the only bonus you'd get because you'd get the different safe zones would have additional things that you could access. Oh, okay. So maybe this is uh, more like Left 4 Dead than I remember because that's something else that I understood is that, okay, now I got this thing. I can then go to a uh, like a workbench and I can slot these things into my guns. Yeah. I can take money and I can spend it on getting access to new guns. And all of that stuff really brings me back to a game where I'm making my character better over time and I've, I had a lot of fun with it um, the things about it that I don't like I don't like the the like I wish that I could there was a hip fire option like there's an aim down sights mm. option so you gotta hold oh, the left so trigger and I like sometimes there's there's monsters like right in my face and I'm like alright now would be a perfect time for me to just hit a quick round off on the right trigger and instead, the character does like this weird thing where they hold out the amulet. And I'm like, no, that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to just <laughs> shoot. I don't like that. And I don't like that when I am when I go to turn and run backwards, that my character turns around and runs towards the camera. I would prefer that my camera always be behind my character. Those two things kind of drive me crazy. But the rest of the game, I think, is really, uh, really um, promising. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so Cedric in the chat room saying, so basically Zombie Army 4, it's the same developer. The game is very much like Zombie Army. Um, the difference is now you have these individual characters that have different powers. So in the first look, if you watch it, um, and the funny thing about the first look, uh, I caught when Google Stadia went down for everybody. So Stadia, <laughs> Stadia crashed for like five minutes. So the video um, if you click through to the video, you can you can hit the time code, jump right to the point where Stadia crashed. And then I came back after and uh, did the rest of the video. Um, but you can you, you can you can see where um, th there's changes. There's uh, a special power that my character has. So there's a hidden room in the first level that unless you're playing as the, uh, the librarian dude, um, you can't open it. So 
that's how different parts of the levels are going to are going to change. So if you're playing co-op, you're going to have to say, hey, yo, um, um, I don't know, old dude. I can't remember what the name of that guy is. The old dude. You need to open this door because we need to get in here and we need to get this this stuff. Um, it, it's such a fun game. Um, I, I enjoyed Zombie Army 4 as well. Um, I think I like Strange Brigade a little bit better. And I said it right that time. Yes, score one for Lloyd. I can go to bed now. I've I've had my win for the day. Um, but um, I, I, I really I really do dig it. So I, I'm really eager to, to play through it uh, four player co-op and just see how much better that experience is. It's like um, it's like a first person shooter with Diablo mechanics, kind of, because you're getting mm -hmm. these gems that you can slot into your weapons and things like that. And it seems like all that loot is randomized as well. Um, so, yeah, so it's going to encourage multiple playthroughs to get the the best loot that you need after you've upgraded all your stuff but you want i want electrical damage i don't want fire damage so you're gonna have to be playing through multiple times to get the right gem to slot in um yeah a lot of fun i'm really digging it all right you also did a first look for I, it was awesome i lloyd sent me a message early in the week he's like you can take the week off i've got a lot of videos to make and i was like all right cool so i kind of <laughs> i kind of relaxed a little bit uh, I still did a bunch of other podcast stuff, but I I, I, I took some time off from making Stadia videos, uh, which was nice. The other one you made was Wolfenstein Youngblood. Uh, you played that a bunch too. Yeah, I've I've played a, a lot of Wolfenstein Youngblood on my Switch. Actually, um, I I really enjoy the game. It was critically panned um, because of the microtransactions in it, but the microtransactions are just for cosmetics, so that never I'm, bothered I don't me really at all. Care about that then. Exactly. Um, but what it is, is it, it was a $40 game that came out. Uh, and if you, you could buy it for 30 or you could buy it for 40, which gave you uh, gave you a co-op pass that you could give to your buddy because the whole game is two player co-op. Um, you can play through it single player and then it's an AI controlled co-op buddy. Um, I really actually enjoyed it on the Nintendo Switch. Um, since I played it on Switch, they've had uh, a whole bunch of additions and improvements and modifications to the game to make it that much better. So playing through it for the first time on Stadia, I bought it like five months ago when it was on sale for $10 or something. And I hadn't booted it up because I didn't want to play it. Um, so I started it up for um, the first look because of the QuakeCon sale that's going on. And it looks, it plays, and it performs so much better now than it did back in the day. Of course, I was also playing it in 720p on on yeah. Switch, so it looks way better in 4K. Um, it's a fun game. It's a, a two-player co-op. Um, it's set up uh, as a bunch of different missions. So uh, you can get a co-op buddy together. You can jump into a particular mission because you know you like that boss battle. Uh, you get XP, you upgrade, you you find silver and gold in the world to upgrade your weapons and things like that. There's a bunch of collectibles around all the world, so you can get collectibles as, as well. There's a lot to the game. Um, a, a lot of people don't like it because they don't like the the, the two female protagonists. Um, one of them has a, like a really annoying laugh. Uh, one of them is just weird um so people are like i hate the i hate the, the main characters in the game and i'm like okay maybe the game's not for you if you really don't like the main characters for me it doesn't bother me that much I, i'm fine with it um but if you're looking for a fun um two-player co-op game that you can play through with uh, with your buddies or by yourself um it's on sale right now for i think 15 dollars or, or 19 i think it's 1950 i think it is or something like that i think it's on sale for that so it's it's a pretty fun game so uh definitely check that one out 
Um, I also looked at Relicta. Relicta? Relicta? It's pronounced Brigade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's another it's another physics puzzler uh, that came to Stadia. Um, this was this one was shown up in a video a long time ago um, and just dropped on Stadia. It's actually really fun. So there's multiple mechanics that are involved in it. So you're basically putting cubes on pads to open doors, and you go through a bunch of different puzzle rooms. It's like it, it's like um, portal where you have to get to the you have to get the companion cube onto this thing to open the door to get out the level uh, but in this one there's um there's a teleportation mechanics there's polarity mechanics so you can put a positive polarity on this thing and negative polarity on this thing so they attract and then you put a positive back on the one that you had negative on and then all of a sudden they uh they move away from each other um there's anti-gravity stuff to it so uh, it's very much to me. It, it's set almost like the Turing test. So it's very, very similar to the Turing test, um, except with uh, anti gravity and polarity added into the mix. Um, it was really fun. My first looks up there. You can check it out and um, see if this game appeals to you. If you need more puzzlers on your your Stadia account. So I, I noticed that uh, somebody posted in our community Discord um, a screenshot from your first look of Relicta. And you were like, yeah. you were you were shocked and dismayed, and they were yeah. like, "Yeah, that was my reaction too." When I when I when they started swearing, uh, yeah, they they drop they drop an f bomb early on in the game, and I'm like, "What? What? The, I did not expect that from this game because it's not like a big bombastic shooter or anything like that." So yeah, there's some language issues, and unfortunately, that made it into my first look because I it's a first look, not a I've already played yeah. this look, so I I had no idea that that stuff was happening. Well, I mean, it, we're not prudes or anything. We we understand no. that people, you know, use that language. It's just it's just when you see the trailers for this game, it doesn't mm -hmm. like it, it you don't it doesn't dawn on you that 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 kind of thing was <laughs> is necessary. And sometimes yeah. it's necessary, you know? But like mm -hmm. I, I I it's funny. It made me think of um there's an interview with one of the people who worked on on Doom eternal right sure and uh they were like well you'll notice that there's no swearing in the game and the the person <laughs> asked them they were like well how come he goes well i wanted people to feel okay playing it um i i don't think that kids are going to run around with a chainsaw and chop people up but they might drop an f-bomb if they hear f-bombs i was like all right fair enough i just thought okay. it was really really weird and people in chat are like yeah it seems excessive in relicta um yeah yeah it's just it's weird it's it's very weird so um so yeah that's what i've been playing on stadia do we have time to talk about uh the one other big title that will be coming to stadia that i've been playing well you know there's going to be a lot of people who are curious about that game so i think that we need to talk about it even if you played it on playstation uh so yeah mm -hmm. absolutely Okay, so I've been playing uh, the Avengers closed beta uh, for a bit, and oh my god, I am a huge, huge fan of this game. So uh, by Square Enix, um, this uh, they've made a lot of other games before, Tomb Raider. So this is a very much a Tomb Raider style game set up with uh, kind of a mission um, hub, like you're in like a Destiny or something like that. Um, you have individual um, superheroes, so you can play as 
Tony Stark, you can play uh, well, Iron Man, you can play as Hulk, you can play as a Black Widow, you can play as a bunch of different Avengers, um, and they all control and play completely different. So uh, in the open beta, or the closed beta, which will be an open beta in a couple <laughs> weeks, I guess, um, you, you basically start out and you go through the main intro mission, um, and that is kind of a here's avengers uh a days is taking out which is the um which is the big event that's happening that is surrounding kind of the the story of the game uh so avengers day and then something bad happens um so something blows up you have to take it take it on you start out you playing you're playing as thor um and you have all these amazing uh powers as thor and then you switch over to tony stark as iron man and you're flying through the world shooting things and then landing and then using your repulsor rays and all this stuff and jumping up into the air and floating and and it's like oh my god this is amazing and then you take over as the hulk and you're this big bad guy uh i want to say a different word but we were talking about bad language so i'm not gonna <laughs> say that and you're running through a stage and if you run by a, a car you just kind of like shrug it off with your shoulder and the car goes flying and you're jumping through the air and landing on walls um, and it's and it's amazing. And then you go into a boss battle, and you take over as Black Widow. And now you have gunplay, and and uh, uh, you have like this harpoon thing to to get up to different areas. And you're dodge rolling. Every single um, adventurer, every single superhero, every single character, whatever you want to call them, com- plays completely different. And it is. It's amazing. I am I'm a huge fan. So after you play through that first area, it's it's pretty it's pretty long. Um, going through all the different um, the, all the different Avengers that you have access to, you essentially take over as Kamala Khan, who who's Miss Marvel. So if you're not familiar with that character, she's not new, but this iteration of Miss Marvel is new. So not Captain uh, Marvel, you, not Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel. So she can um, she can embiggen. She can get like super big. Uh, almost like Ant Man uh, when he gets to be giant, giant man. Uh, but her arms and fists can get big uh, because she can basically move the particles. Uh, her body basically makes pin particles, essentially, is what it oh, is. Okay. Um, so, so she can get big. She can stretch. Um, so she's like a combination of a bunch of of different things, um, uh, different characters. Um, so she's kind of like the main character. She's in in the uh, story of the game you are uh, the avengers were basically dismantled um because of something that happened and you are um you're, you're you were a kid you were saved by the avengers on a day and forever from then to uh, the the when when this part of the game takes place you were trying to get the avengers back together you basically turn into an inhuman that's how you got your powers and you're trying to get all the avengers back together because the world needs the avengers um, so I've played the main intro, um, and then uh, once you're in kind of like the hub, you're in like a, a downed aircraft carrier, um, you can go on uh, different strike missions, you can go on different uh, uh, war zone missions is what they call it, and when you get into those ones, they're more open world. So it was really interesting to see a game that has kind of like closed set piece adventures, kind of like a Tomb Raider where you get into a specific battle where there's platforming and 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 fights that you have to do to get past it, uh, but then get into kind of an open world area with uh, Jarvis in your head oh, nice. saying saying Hey, there's a, there's a supply cache nearby. You should find it. Or here's this thing. Here's that thing. Um, I, I I've only I've only spent about two hours with it, but holy crap, am I ever a big fan of it? Um, I I 
I, I can't wait for this game to come out. I have it pre-ordered on PlayStation because I pre-ordered it like three years ago for <laughs> like half off, 50% off. Like it's an E3 pre-order sale. So it's been pre-ordered for like three years for like 50% off. Uh, I kind of want to pick it up on Stadia as well. So this might be a game that I'm going to double dip on because um, I'm seeing some some issues with um, pausing and lurching and some graphical issues on my old OG PlayStation, like the original PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to see how much better it looks on Stadia. So um, big fan of the game. I'm going to be putting a bunch more time into it as, um, as, as time goes on, as we go through the closed beta, open beta, and then the game comes out later um, I think next month is it is a September game, right? September 4th, I, I think. Yeah. So like so less than a month. It's it, it's it's really good. It's it's really really good. So let me <laughs> let me questions, ask Bill. Yeah, um so damn it, now I can't even think of any. You talked for so damn long. <laughs> Sorry. Um Sorry. I I can't think of uh, the questions that I had, but um yeah, I'm going to be picking this up. Just just hearing what you're saying about it, I'm definitely going to pick this game up when it comes to Stadia. I'm not going to pick it up on PS4, even though uh, that's the only place where you can play as Spider-Man, which I know that there's yeah. a lot of people who are irritated about. Well, and I'm, I'm sure PS5 as well. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, they're saying PS5. Well, wherever Spider-Man is, uh, I I don't like it when there's platform-exclusive stuff that was clearly... The only reason that it exists is because somebody handed somebody a bag of money. Um, <laughs> that that always drives me crazy. I I wouldn't like it if um, if Spider Man was exclusive to Stadia. I, that would tick me off because yeah. I know that there's people who want to play this game and they want to play as Spider Man. Marvel's, um, you know, that that's that's their logo is Spider Man. Uh, so. Yeah. I don't know. I think that that's really irritating. Is it, it enough it is. to make me not buy the game? No, because let's be honest, I'm just going to probably play as the Hulk anyway. Like, I love the Hulk. Hulk. The Hulk, Hulk is, is awesome. Hulk yeah. is great. If you've ever played um, Hulk, like Ultimate Destruction or whatever, like the the really good Hulk game from like the PlayStation 2 era, it this game felt so much like that, which mm. is that that's been the only time Hulk has been fun to play as in that game. Uh, this game... It, it's even more fun to play as the Hulk, which is really good. Um, back to the whole Spider-Man thing. The cool thing is you don't have to play as Spider-Man. Uh, you can play as Kamala Khan because she can swing through the the eye or through oh, through the air arms. with her stretchy arms. Yeah. And same with um, with Black Widow. She has that little um, grappling hook thing. Um, but uh, but yeah, like this this whole thing with Spider Man is kind of lame. Like Sony owns the movie rights to Spider Man, but not the video game rights. Right. Um. So there must be a, a large amount of money that uh, exchanged hands, or um, Marvel said something like, "Okay, we'll we'll let you do more. Um, uh, we'll 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 add Spider Man back into the MCU." Um. And they're like, "Okay, but you need to give us this. We need Sony. We we're Sony. We want to have more video game exclusives with Spider Man." And Mar- Marvel's like, "Okay." And money exchange hands, I'm sure. There, there has to be something like that. But it is really annoying that that is happening. I, I hate exclusives just like you do, Bill. Yeah. And this isn't a question for Lloyd. This is a question for uh, chat and anybody who's watching or listening after the fact. If you want to see 
like um, some uh, a video where Lloyd is playing this game. I know it's not on Stadia yet, but if you want to see like Lloyd play a little bit of that, let us know in the comment section down below or let us know in chat and uh, may maybe Lloyd will make a video even if it's not on Stadia. Uh, all right, you ready to talk about the news? Yeah, let's get in. A lot, lot of stuff to cover, man. There, There is. Let, this first one, I mean, you and I, you and I are both um, Apple guys. Like, we both have iPhones. Uh, I've got an iPad. Um, I got an Apple Watch. I'm a, I am I like the Apple ecosystem. I have, I have an Apple TV on both TVs. I don't really use it that much. I've been using the Chromecast mostly. But, but we have a lot of Apple stuff. And, um... Up until recently, Lloyd and I have consistently said, hey, everybody, um, we don't know the reason why Stadia is not on iOS. Uh, maybe it's Apple. Maybe Google is still working on it. We don't know the reason. Well, now, now we know the reason, and the reason is it's Apple. It's Apple's fault, uh, and now we know who to blame. So I already mm -hmm. made a video about this, but we we haven't had a chance to discuss it. So Lloyd, what do you what do you think? What, what, what's yeah, your what's your takeaway? Yeah, for for months people come in saying, "Oh, Apple sucks, Apple sucks," and we're like, "Well, we don't know Apple. We we don't know this is Apple's fault. We we just know it's not there. Um, so until we know, we're just going to pretend that Sony just or uh, that uh, Google just hasn't decided to release it." Uh, but then the article came out from The Verge. Um, the uh, Xbox has been talking about the fact that uh, they can't bring it to uh, they can't bring X Cloud or whatever they're going to call it. I, I guess they're probably just going to call it Game Pass in the future. Game Pass Ultimate. Um, they can't bring that to Apple phones and it's all because of Apple. And the reason is Apple's excuse is that to have any sort of content streamed, it either has to be local to where you are. So that's why things like the PlayStation Remote Access or Remote Play app works and um the steam uh what is it steam cloud or whatever work not steam cloud um i can't remember what what the what the steam thing is steam link but steam link <laughs> so there's steam link on ios there's uh there's the i think there's like an amd thing on on ios there's a bunch of other ones but the difference is they only work if you're in the house where the content is being played mm -hmm. so that's what that's what apple says it's like oh it's a remote access thing that's fine um, this is a, a streaming service. So for that to work, there has to be some money exchanging hands. And we need to be, be sure that every single game is rated for the App Store, which is ridiculous because we already have a ratings board that yeah. does that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, man. This this whole excuse, it it's not surprising because Apple is very um, protective of their ecosystem, as they should. They're the ones that basically invented the app ecosystem, the the, the way to, to sell apps on a phone. It really, it had been done before with Java apps. They weren't really good, but Apple said, "Okay, we're going to make things simple. We're gonna we're gonna take uh, thirty percent off the top of your sale. You don't have to worry about credit card th fraud. You don't have to worry about." Um, having a database, you don't have to worry about storing stuff securely. We're going to take care of all that for you. And it really changed the world. Uh, developers made billions of dollars where there was no market before. So they invented a market um, and made a lot of people rich. But now that things are more open and there's a lot more places to go, I, I think some of those um, limitations or rules or policy decisions that Apple has need to need to kind of change a little bit because keeping services like xCloud and Stadia 
and uh, GeForce Now and you name it that it's coming down the pipe. I don't think that is really a, a good business decision going forward. There's going to be some lawsuits that are going to come from this thing. I hope that there are lawsuits that come from this thing. I think that Stadia, Stadia has been real quiet about this. Microsoft, you know, they 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 started saying this is nonsense. Uh, you're treating gaming apps and other apps differently, and that's not a, that's not fair. And I completely agree with Microsoft. Facebook Gaming had to alter their. Facebook gaming app in order to take out anything where you would actually play games and it was just so you could watch the streamers. Um, yep. But Google's been real quiet about it. I think that's a huge mistake. I think Google, you know, I said this in my video, uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I think that um, Google and Microsoft and Facebook and NVIDIA and anybody else who's trying to do yep. this, this kind of thing, they should bring a lawsuit against Apple in order to force uh, them to do this kind of thing. And uh, look, do I think that this is going to be resolved soon? No. But I do think that eventually we will be able to play games on uh, on Stadia, on iOS, um, on xCloud, on iOS, on GeForce Now, on iOS. We're going to be able to do that eventually because the EU... They are not going to yeah. let Apple get away with this kind of stuff. Like the e exactly. like the EU is so hard nosed when it comes to um, anti competitive practices. They are super hard nosed. So I I totally think that um, Apple's going to get slapped for this. But you know what that that's the way. Like corporations are designed to be uh, as as bad as they possibly can. <laughs> until they are forced by government regulation to do the right thing. Um, yep. Nine times out of ten, I'm okay with Apple controlling the App Store and keeping some some kind of garbagey stuff out. This isn't garbagey sure. stuff, though. This is this is completely different, and I think that Apple is way in the wrong here. Does this lead you, Lloyd? in the direction of buying an Android phone. I already talked about it. For me, I'm going to stick with my my stuff because the real place that I wanted to play Stadia was on my iPad, and there are no... And I know chat and people in comments are going to say, but Bill, this particular tablet's just as good. No, it's not. <laughs> it, for yeah. me, it's not. The The yeah. iPad is the best, and I'm never going to move away from that, and I, I, like, I, I don't care about playing on my phone. But what about you, Lloyd? I, no, I I will not switch for my iPhone. I I have too much, too many years invested in the Apple ecosystem. All my music is online. All my photos are online in iCloud. All this stuff is there. Um, all my family uses uh, Apple devices. Um, so it's not just as simple as as buying a Pixel and switching. Um, I got I I have too many too many things. Plus, I I prefer iOS to Android. I've I've used Android phones since. Uh, like Android 2, <laughs> like way back in the day when uh, it, it when you did something wrong and you could root your or you could brick your phone pretty easily <laughs> just because of stuff that was running that you would download. Um, and I've used uh, at work, I, I've used uh, Android 4 or 5, um, uh, some newer devices. I have, um, uh, what is it, S10s now that we use for some of our uh, some of our um, officers that go around writing tickets and things. We use newer Android phones. I just don't. I don't like Android in comparison to iOS, and that's just a personal preference. So I'm not going to switch. Um, but 
uh, I mean, everybody can make their own decision. They can vote with their dollars. Um, back to the whole uh, Apple thing. Uh, I think you said in your video, but I think it needs to be said again. This is the decision to not allow game services like this because Apple hasn't rated the the the, the content is just as it would be just as asinine if they said Netflix can't be on iOS because we right. haven't rated every TV show or you have a magazine reading service. Well, we, we have to proof every single magazine that comes onto the service for ratings. It's just it's crazy. I, d I just don't I, d I don't get it. I, d I don't get it. And yeah, there's going to be people in the chat room that are that are doing the, the iOS and Android holy wars and like computers are so commoditized right now it, who cares what anybody's using like it it's you're not better for using android you're not better for using ios you're just using a computing device to get online um i i just i hope that apple lo loosens some of this these restrictions that they have because i really want to play uh the few times that i will play stadia on my phone i want to have that ability um because i i prefer bigger screens but it would be really nice every once in a while to jump in and check out a new game on my phone yeah, and, and it would be nice to, you know, do your, your daily writs or something in Elder Scrolls Online uh, on your phone, even through touchscreen. You're like, like just, oh, okay, I got to get do this real quick and then move on with your day. I think that that's, uh, that's a, a really cool thing. And it's too bad that, you know, we won't, we won't be able to do that on, uh, on iOS. But I think that eventually we will be able to. I think Apple will come around at some point. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, you are going to hear some more stuff. So stick around, everybody. All right, we are back, and uh, listen, everybody. Play Borderlands 3 all weekend for free mm -hmm. during our free play days. If you're a Stadia Pro member, you can play Borderlands 3 beginning Thursday, August 6th at 9 a.m. Pacific time through Sunday, August 9th. That's today, uh, midnight. That's four days of free mischief and madness. Uh, Lloyd already did a video about this, but I wanted to talk about this a little bit. So first off, what do you think of the of this as a choice for this? Like, what do you think? Do you think that this is a good choice of a game for doing this free weekend kind of thing, Lloyd? Um, yeah, I, I think it, I think it's really great. People are like, well, shooters are never going to be good on uh, online uh, on streaming. Um, so give them give them a big bombastic shooter with uh, with a crap ton of guns and and ridiculous uh, settings and let allow them to jump in and and play Borderlands. Borderlands three was fantastic experience. Um, some people some people have said, well, I'll never play it. It's not 4K 60. I don't really care. Um, I, yeah. I don't really care that it's not 4K60. I, I played through the whole entire game. I got every achievement. I beat every little bit of content except for the most recent expansion because I haven't jumped into that yet. And I absolutely um, adored the game from start to finish. So I think this is a really great game for that. So I, I agree that it's a really fantastic game. And yes, I also agree that it's a good game to show off stadia because you know people can try it on their chromebooks but i think that that i okay i know that this is a it's across all platforms that they're doing this this borderlands 3 thing so it's not that stadia was doing this it's that borderlands was doing this and that's great but here's the thing the fact that stadia said you have to be a pro member in order to do this and and yes you can get a free trial to pro so that's also true, but do you think that that doing these kind of things only for Stadia Pro 
is a mistake? Um, <clears throat> I don't think so. I think what uh, we I put out the video and I was like, oh, this doesn't make sense because of this. And then you could sign up for for pro and access it. And they're like, your your logic makes no sense, Lloyd. This doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, oh, wait, I misspoke because it was a live video. What I meant to say is um, anyone that has pro can play it. If you sign up for pro now, you can play it. But all those trial accounts that signed up for one month of pro in November and then haven't touched it again, they need to give Google some money again to be able to get in and play it. So I understand why Google is putting a little bit of gatekeeping on it because they don't want uh, immediately a million people or hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people to start it up. They want to be able to lock in people with credit cards, with pro subscriptions and generate money that way because the service costs them money to run. So I understand that that um, that limitation, I guess. Um, even though you you do to sign up for a CD account, even a free one, you need to input your credit card. So every person that has a CD account, I guess, has a credit card associated with it. Mm -hmm. uh, but they they want people that are active and and potentially paying to have the access to play this one. So I I kind of get it. Um, but yeah, it it is kind of annoying at the same point at the same time. Well, okay. So the the thing about because I saw a lot of people who were really irritated that it was pro, and my initial reaction was, "Oh no, why do it pro only?" But the more I thought about it, the more I realized, I think that pro will always, and I, I'm I'm guessing here, but I'm I I think that pro will always be the first month is free, right? Yep. Do you think it'll yep. they'll ever just say, "All right, people already understand what it is. We're not going to do that first free month anymore." Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think that'll ever go away. I think it, they're always going to be given a free month because they want to give people content. You sign up for an account, and they want to give you something to get in there and play uh, right away. Yeah. So uh, for for this game or, or for this deal, they're, like they're trying to draw people. Obviously, this is Borderlands was doing this, or Take Two, or whoever is the publisher. Um, you know they're they're trying to get people to play their game but for stadia they're like yeah yeah try stadia you know you don't have the hardware to run this on other platforms now everybody has the hardware to run borderlands 3 okay so go ahead mm -hmm. and try it out and that's really the thing and and so they they just are trying to show off the experience to new players and locking it behind pro is actually i think kind of brilliant uh, which is completely opposite to what I originally thought because people will be like, all right, I get to try out Borderlands 3, but they also signed up for a free month of Pro, which comes with, what is it, 20 games? Yeah, 24, I think. Uh, I think it's going to be 23 or 24 once we get Rock of Ages on the 15th. Yeah, so like they, they instantly have access to over 20 games, and now they can really see what the promise of Stadia is. They they put in their, their credit card information for that free month, and I know there's a lot of people mm -hmm. that don't want them to have to do that, but I think that that's an important thing to pe keep people from gaming the system. Um, yep. But they, they put in that credit card for the free month, and then suddenly they have 20-some games to play and a free weekend with Borderlands 3. That is a very, very compelling uh, thing. I think yep. that that Google needs to continue to do these free play days um, with other games as well. Um, so I think that this was a really, really smart move on the part of Google uh, to, to be part of this Borderlands, uh, I guess, extravaganza. Plus, it allows people to play it in 4K. Um, so if people have a 4K gaming monitor and they're looking at a 1080p, they're going to be like, 
oh, this game looks like crap. It looks all muddy. What the hell? Um, oh, but if you okay. uh, if you allow if you allow four uh, or if you allow um, like fourteen four, what is it? Fourteen forty p or four k monitors. Um, if you're playing a ten eighty p, it won't look as good. But if you only allow pro people, well then by default, it will want to stream 4K to that device, or at least you can choose to stream 4K so people won't have any complaints about how the game looks. That's right. And, you know, one other thing is for the people who don't have 4K TVs, um, they're going to lo load this game up, and it runs at 60 frames per second at 1080p, uh, and yeah. it runs really, really well. Like, I remember um, when I was, I think I was streaming it, and I was streaming it at 1080p, so why bother having it at 4K? So I set mine to 1080p. I was playing at 1080p, 60 frames per second, and people were like, is this on PC? And I was like, no, I'm playing on, on Stadia. And they were like, it looks so smooth. Thank you, honey. Uh, it looks so <laughs> smooth uh, how, how quickly you're moving around and stuff. And so I, I think that's another really good selling point for bringing um, this particular game uh, to free play days, and I hope we do more of them. Okay, That's we right. just talked yeah. about an awesome first-person shooter. I want to talk about another awesome first-person shooter, and this completely came out of nowhere, I think. Um, <laughs> I did not anticipate that this was going to be a thing that they were going to do, uh, but Doom Eternal really is eternal, and I was about to load this up, and my computer cannot do all of this at the same time for some reason. Um, so, uh, Doom Eternal, The Ancient Gods, Part 1, uh, looks like we are getting free DLC content for this game. So, I'm super excited. I'm going to be playing more Doom Eternal. I love that game. It is my favorite first-person shooter of all time. Um, the, before that was Doom 2016. This game is amazing. I played it start to finish on Stadia. It played great. And then they updated it after I finished it to make it play even better. Yep. I'm really excited for part one. Uh, we don't know. I don't think that we know. I can't bring it up on screen because it just freezes. Uh, I, don't, I don't know when it's coming, but I'm excited for it. Uh, Lloyd, you haven't finished yet, have you? No, I, it's one of those games where I get frustrated and then I move on to other things and then I come back. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm pulling a bill on this one because you don't finish games and I didn't finish this game. So I, my apologies. I, I really wish I could have gotten through it. Um, but when when you bought the game, if you bought the deluxe edition to get all the additional stuff, you got this year one pass, which was promising two campaign expansions. So I guess we now know our two campaign expansions are going to be the ancient gods part one and the ancient gods part two um so i'm, I'm excited for more content um I, I i really do need to get in and finish this game so that i can then play the expansion pass content because it looks really good um even better like some of the multiplayer stuff they they were talking about um coming to the game in future patches looks really good as well i was watching some people play multiplayer and it was ridiculous and then i watched some uh what is it I can't remember what the hardest mode in this game is, but I watched some people play like no death runs through levels on the hardest mode. And I'm just like, I, the stress of, of going <laughs> between kills, getting health, the getting ammo, getting health, getting ammo is just too, too much for me. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, uh, I'm excited for this one. Yeah. And so the, the, the teaser that we saw is very, very short, um, but we're going to get a full teaser on August 27th at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Um, so I'm very, very much looking forward to that. Doom Eternal 
it it's maybe my favorite game this year and um i can't wait to play more of it uh, it's just so fantastic a really really great game um all right let's move on and we're going to talk about another game that's on its way to google stadia and that is I forget the name of the game, Ari and the Secret of Seasons. Now, this is a game that kind of came out of nowhere. We didn't know anything about it. And then um, there was a, a, a trailer that was like, oh, here, look, this is this 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 new 3D kind of game that's going on. And uh, now we do have a, a release date for this. And it's coming out on uh, PC and consoles on September 1st. And anytime a game is coming out, on the first of a month, a lot of mm-hmm. people make assumptions about that. So what yeah. are the assumptions that you think people are probably making, Lloyd? That uh, people will have to flip their calendars over to a new month before they can <laughs> play this game. Uh, that's my one assumption. The other one is people are saying that this is going to be a pro game, um, which wouldn't surprise me. Modus Games, um, having having a pro game on Google Stadia doesn't, uh, doesn't surprise me too, too much. But uh, we, we obviously don't have any... Um, we don't have any confirmation that that is indeed the case, right? So if it's not the mm-hmm. the one of the one of those uh, September Pro games, don't be mad at Stadia for <laughs> exactly. for not giving you what they never said that they would. But I exactly. think this game looks pretty cool, and it's coming out on the first of September, uh, yeah. and now we have a release date for it. So I think people are going to be excited about that. That's right. Yeah, the game the game does look really cool. Um, I'm I'm excited to eventually check it out uh, down the road as well all right let's talk about orcs must die 3 it recently uh received a patch and the patch notes were posted over on the uh the official orcs must die subreddit uh and there's a lot of new stuff in there uh which i just wanted to go through very quickly the things that jumped out uh um, i'm not going to obviously read all of the patch notes but uh, so the most important one uh, is right here. It says game performance has been improved for endless matches. Uh, I've seen a couple of um, GIFs or uh, videos or whatever of people who are like on level 97, in which case I have to say, <laughs> wow. I applaud you. You're amazing. Um I, I couldn't play the game for that long. I love Orcs Must Die 3, but I got to about level 22 on a level, and I was just like, okay, I think that my traps are, are, are really, really good, and then they started flooding even more, and I was like, I can't figure out what else I could possibly do. Of course, I hadn't unlocked everything yet, but like, I'd been playing for like two hours or something, and I was on level 22. <laughs> I... I I can't remember how it felt like I was playing for a really long time. And so I was like, I'm ready to be done. And because you can't save in the middle, I can't imagine how long it took somebody to get to a level in the nineties. But while they were playing it, the game was running at like 10 frames per second. It was really bad. I haven't tried it since the, since the patch came out, but I think that, that it improving the frame rate for endless matches is very important. Now, the thing that I... I wish that I had grabbed this. I, I didn't think about this until just now. Somebody was complaining about that, and the developer responded, and they said, actually, this is not a Stadia problem. You would have run into the same issue on any platform that you're playing on. 
This yep. was a problem that we had to fix, not a Stadia problem. And I love an, that the developers stepped up and said, this isn't totally. a Stadia problem. This is this it's is an us. engine. It's an engine problem, yeah. not a platform problem. Yeah, that was that was good to see. And it, it shut up a lot of the people laughing at Stadia um, in the comments saying, ha, you can't even. I thought you had all the power of the cloud, but you can't have uh, you can't have 50 things on screen. And the devs came to it and said, no, this would happen anywhere. Yeah. I love that your 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 internet troll sounds like uh, Kermit the Frog a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you have no, I can't do Kermit the Frog. I don't know. Kermit you the have Frog all the here. power of the cloud here. <laughs> That's terrible. Kermit. Oh my god, it's not terrible easy Kermit. on the cloud. Oh goodness. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> there you go. There you have it. Um, that's the big one right there. Uh, let's move on to Crowdplay. Crowdplay. Um, is the the section where we talk about all of the things that people have been saying to us throughout the show. And I've got some backup with Twitter here in a bit. Uh, But we've had a bunch of uh, super chats that have come in uh, during the show. Uh, So first off, there's a bunch of people, Jem, uh, Ruben, (laughs) Joel, uh, Darren, and William, actually, that's all of the super chats that, that have messages. They're all saying, we want to buy Lloyd a new camera, uh, which is awesome. That's and then we, we had Ray Sherrod send in a, a super chat that said hello, and Consino sent in a super chat with no uh, with no message uh, with it. So let's talk about the, the camera. Lloyd, <laughs> I have an Elgato yeah. cam link right here. So if, if we get if we get the money needed in order to get you a fancy camera <laughs> like mine, uh, I will I will send this cam link to you that's like a it's like a hundred bucks uh all right it's awesome so all right i i will i will save my pennies and look at the possibility of getting a newer camera in the future in like six seven months or something because it's a lot of money for a fancy (laughs) camera guys i i don't know if people understand how expensive dslr cameras are they are stupid expensive uh Mm -hmm. i was i was watching somebody review a camera the other day and I was like, I, oh, oh man, they're, like everything that they're saying about this camera sounds fantastic. And so I, <laughs> I, 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 I looked and I already saw know I, what's going to happen. I know what's no, going to happen. No, I'm not buying though. it. I'm not. Um, <laughs> I, the only reason I have the camera that I have is because there was a soldier who was being, who had a, who was PCSing to uh, another, uh, uh, I think it was um, overseas. And he was like, I can't bring all of my stuff with me. I'm selling a bunch of stuff. I'm selling this camera for $200. And I was like, okay, I can I can buy a $200 <laughs> camera. The camera that I have is usually around $600. And then like a couple hundred for lenses. So like I could never do that. And I would never expect Lloyd to do that either. That's a crazy amount of money. Uh, but... Yes, uh, Ruben in chat is saying, we could help bit by bit, but yes, uh, <laughs> cameras are crazy. Anyway, this camera was like $3,000 without lenses. And I was like, mm-hmm. how do people justify that cost? I can't understand it. But anyway, um, let's get to the next Super Chat. This one's from Ruben. Uh, they said, which game would you guys select for a free weekend? And I think that's a great question. Uh, so, Lloyd, I'm going to let you start off. Which game would you let people uh, select for a free weekend? Ah, oh, that is a really, really good question. Um, probably, 
something that is owned by Stadia Games and Entertainment, or or at least published by, you'd think like Orcs Must Die would be a really good game to give free, but it but it's included in Pro right now, so that obviously isn't going. Oh yeah, to that's be, true. It, it, I mean, you sign up for an account, you already get to play it for free. You don't need a free game weekend. Um, what would be really interesting um, would be Red Dead, uh, having Red Dead Two as a free weekend, or if we get GTA Five. Um, and you could play GTA Online and stuff like that. That would be uh, really, really amazing as well. Obviously, GTA isn't on Stadia, but that would be one heck of a good way to kind of introduce Ooh, uh, GTA to the yeah. masses. It's like, here it is. You can buy it. Uh, it's 20 bucks, or you can play free this weekend and jump in and play with your friends in GTA Online. So I was just looking through the Stadia app, and first off, I just want to point out that I love what they've done here where it says, attention, Vault Hunters, play Borderlands yeah. 3 free all weekend with Stadia Pro. That's awesome. I love that they're calling that out right on the top. Uh, but yeah. I was I was scrolling through, and I thought, you know what game would be awesome? And it's the best port that's on Stadia right now. In my opinion, the best port on Stadia right now is The Division 2. The mm. Division 2 runs flawlessly. It feels... It, like even with mouse and keyboard, like there's been a lot of uh, games on Stadia where I've been like it. It's perfect on controller. On mouse and keyboard, it feels a little bit laggy, and I think that they've been getting better at that uh, over time. Yeah. But when Division Two came out, I was watching a friend of mine, um, that chap Zap on on Twitch. He's a he's a buddy of mine and a community member, and he was streaming it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to try mouse and keyboard on Stadia. And I sat down and I tried it, and it felt like I, I could not tell that it was on Stadia. It felt like it was running locally. It was insane. It also is beautiful. It runs at a high frame rate and is incredibly fun. Uh, and it shows off some of the really cool Stadia features like the Stream Connect where if I'm in a group with somebody, it puts my window or their window down on the bottom right corner. I think that that is the best game right now to show off what Stadia can do. And I think it's usually pretty cheap too. So people would be playing it and then they'd be like, Hmm, you know what? I'm really enjoying this, playing this on my Chromebook. I'm going to go ahead and buy it. Um, yeah. And it's not a it's not a pro game. Uh, so I think that that's the one that I would go with. Great question, uh, Ruben. Thank you very much for that question. Anything else before we get to the next uh, comment? Uh, no, let's move on. Okay, so we've got another one. This one comes in from Mark Woodhall. Uh, they sent in a super chat. Thank you for that. Thank you to all of our super chatters. And they said... Really enjoyed the free Borderlands weekend. Sunshine here meant lots of gaming in the garden on mobile. Even had a power cut. Power cut? Oh, like their power went out. Okay. Power and while I did get kicked out of the game, I jumped straight back in on 4G. Uh, so did you play Borderlands 3 at all? Uh, did I? In, this weekend. In general? This weekend, no. I yeah, I know that you've played Borderlands 3. That's all we talked <laughs> like, about we just, for like we just four weeks. About it. We talked about <laughs> it. Uh, I have not played it again. Uh, I want to jump into the new expansion pack, um, but I just haven't had the time to jump in. Uh, I was hoping to do it this weekend, and then Avengers beta happened, and I'm like, well, I know what I'm doing. I'm jumping into <laughs> the Avengers. Um, but yeah, no. I, I did jump into it a little bit, and I have to say, having not played it, I 
think like not even once since I finished it, which, mm-hmm. hey, I finished a game. I never finished games. And that tells you <laughs> something about Borderlands 3. Uh, right. But at, at, like I jumped in on it and I was like, wow, it feels a lot better. It feels a lot better than the, than it used to. And I even went into our, our community Discord um, and I asked people, I was like, did they update the frame rate for that? And they're like, no, it's still 30 frames per second. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, it feels real good. It feels real smooth. And I was having a, a blast with it. I'm not going to jump back in on it because I okay. already feel like I've done everything that I need to do in it. But I just wanted to see what it was like. And I've got so many other games to play. But, man, that's such a fantastic game. <laughs> it is. It is. It, it's. Some people are saying that it's not a good shooter. I, I don't know what they consider a good shooter because the, the game is so much fun. Um, there's so many different ways to play. There's all the different modifiers on the weapons. It's just such a such a fun experience. Uh, Jay Chussel 22 sent in a super chat. Thank you very much for that. They said uh, Chromecast Ultra home screen lag has got to go. It's too yes. slow. I agree. Uh, Lloyd and I have been talking about this for a while. I think that it's because the Chromecast is not designed to actually have its own UI and yeah, because it, it doesn't have its own UI they are they're kind of shoehorning it on there and that's why it's not doing very well i feel like the the stadia UI should be handled on the on the servers not on the local devices so when yeah. you go, when you go to uh stadia either on your chromecast or on your browser or whatever like everything that you're doing is on the server completely because it feels so much more responsive there, which is the weirdest thing. I, If you had <laughs> talked to us a year ago, I never would have expected that to be the case. Exactly. I, I don't know for sure uh, because I don't know. I don't know the tech specs for the Chromecast or or how, how to develop for the Chromecast. My assumption is that the Chromecast itself is very little memory and it has a, a very weak CPU because most of the stuff would have been decoded uh, directly through the GPU. So they're they're probably running some memory and CPU limits when they're trying to have actual native code running on that device. Um, so hopefully the, the next one that comes out will have a little bit more of a, of a CPU and memory that uh, can run like user lands code not stuff that is streamed from a phone or from the the cloud yeah. so that they can actually run a really good UI that way. It's supposed to have a, a, a remote. It's supposed to have some sort of menuing system. So my assumption is that that will indeed be the case. Uh, but yeah, like I ran into a weird area, a weird error with my CCU where after m- multiple restarts, um, I would pull up the stadium menu and it would just slide out black, all black. And you'd have the words like, um, quit game, press to go back to game or whatever. Like the, the words that are beside that little shelf that slides out were there, but no Stadia shelf was was on my uh, on my CCU. And it's like, okay, well, how, how am I supposed to interact with the game? How am I supposed to invite friends and all that stuff? So um, there's definitely some some issues with that. So some newer hardware would be, would be a, a really, really good thing. Yes, I'm looking forward to that Project Veronica or whatever it's called. I, I yep. the The biggest impediment to Chromecast being the most widely used um, device, I think, is the fact that people don't want to do it without a remote. They want to have a remote. I completely understand yeah. that. As somebody who has Google Homes throughout their house, 
I don't have to worry about it because my remote is just me yelling at the TV and it works, um, which mm-hmm. is it's which is kind of how my dad had it. My dad would yell at the TV and then one of us kids would get up, <laughs> walk across the room and and turn the knob. You- he was ahead of his time, Bill. <laughs> he was way ahead of his time. Uh, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to when that comes out. All right. I'm going to do one of the things, one of the topics that people had sent in. Um, so this is a thing that I'm going to try and do more often is uh, I'm going to post a question uh, for people to respond to. Uh, so because people struggle with hashtags and stuff. So. I'm going to post a question for people to respond to. This week, I, I, I basically said, Lloyd and I are recording tomorrow. What do you want us to talk about? And we had a bunch of people reply, but we were, we can't talk about all of them because we had so many awesome Super Chats that came in. So Sammy on Stadia uh, asked a really good question, and this is going to be the one that we, we discussed today. They said, now that YouTube streaming is becoming a thing, hopefully someday soon, all right. Um, <laughs> yeah. With crowdplay being used by some of the more popular streamers, uh, what is the one next step that you think Google Stadia should do to increase awareness? And I do think that I, I do think that um, Stadia has an awareness problem. Uh, it, like yeah. there's there's of course the people who are on the internet and they're like, ah, Stadia is the worst and it's stupid and blah 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 because a YouTuber told me so. Um, but if you go ask most people, they have no idea what Stadia is. They've heard of Xbox. They've heard of PlayStation. They've heard of Nintendo, obviously. They have yep. no idea what Stadia is. Um, first off, A, terrible name. You know, I've talked about this a million times. They should have called it Google Games and went with GG as the logo. That's yeah. like a total missed opportunity. Yeah. I'm sure that Jeez. there's a reason. Yeah, I'm sure there's a reason why they didn't do that. Uh, but what do you think is the next step to build awareness for Stadia? They need to actually advertise. Like, I I haven't heard of, I obviously I don't, well, not obviously. I personally don't watch a lot of live TV. I watch sports live. Everything else I watch either recorded or streamed. Um, but from what I understand, there are no Stadia commercials. <laughs> there, there's no, there's no major marketing effort other than on Google properties. And I understand that, like, Google, Google search is kind of like the the heartbeat of the internet. So if you're advertising on Google search or search results, mm-hmm. sure, that's a good way to get at people. But there's a lot of people that maybe aren't on the internet twenty. 23 and a half hours a day sleeping for 30 minutes with a little cat nap that having ads out there on streaming services that have ads like Hulu or on actual TV like terrestrial marketing with actual commercials would be really great and you just have to say hey you want to buy a new console you don't even need a new console sign up for a free CD account you get one month of pro free you can play games for free um, other than that you can just buy your game 60 bucks bucks a pop and play them on all the devices that you already own and do like a quick 30 second thing um, which will get kids excited which will get parents excited which will get everybody excited but there just isn't any sort of marketing that's going on right now which is never a good thing when you have a product that you want to get out to the masses yeah i had i had this for my for switchcraft um but i didn't i didn't have it ready because i didn't think to talk about it on here but nintendo recently hit what was it 60 million switch units sold so far yeah beat the nes yeah for, it, for total sales right and the reason for that is because, man, they are pouring money into advertising. 
They're pouring mm-hmm. money into advertising. So much money is going into advertising. You go to, okay, pandemic, we can't go to the movies anymore. But last year when we went to the movies, you would see Nintendo advertising the Nintendo Switch. You don't see Stadia doing that. Last year, Nintendo dumped so much money into advertising. I think that they were the number one video game as far as spending advertising dollars um, in the industry. And that's the reason why they sold 61 million uh, units in three years. That's really impressive. Uh, Stadia is not doing advertising. Tom O'Fallon just sent in a super chat. He says Stadia has commercials on YouTube TV. True, but they don't have commercials on just regular TV. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. I don't have regular TV. Uh, But, you know, you're not going on there and seeing these commercials. And then the the, the next big problem is the commercials that they had. Um, Those commercials (laughs) that they had were real bad. They were putting the focus on 4K60. Um, They were this weird fever dream. Like, I think somebody was really high when they came up with these commercials. Uh, (laughs) And it's... I love... I love those commercials. I love the bizarre commercials like the Old Spice Dude. Um, there's a bunch of commercials that are running in Canada now for Canada-owned companies that are just like super awkward, weird commercials. I love those. I'm not I'm not like the top of the consumer pyramid where those are the people you want to target. You want to actually give information and you want to get people over. So I understand why they did it, but maybe they want to do a normal advertising campaign and then then branch off with some of the more weird weird things and try to develop some sort of um, personality that can then be your spokesperson uh, to talk about Stadia in the future because he's so bizarre or whatever that the guy with the big hair uh, would be a great spokesman in the future, but you need to do some actual real ads. And a lot of people in the chat room are saying, I've seen ads on YouTube TV. I've seen ads on this. Yeah, Google seems to be only advertising on Google-owned properties, which is the easy thing to do because they don't technically have to spend money. They're just moving money from one pile to another. (laughs) Um, It'd be nice if they were advertising in other places as well. I I agree with that. And I I, I will say that I did see a commercial that they had made, and it was like, look at how... I can't remember the wording, but it was a recent thing. And it was like, look at how convenient this is. This is, uh, they didn't talk about 4K. They didn't talk about frames per second. All they talked about was, look at all the places that you can play. And that is a great ad. Um, and that's what I think that they need to do. I think that they just need to add in, do ads in more places and make mm-hmm. sure that they are selling the thing that is going to actually sell people. Because if you actually care, like if you are somebody who is like, I want 4K, I want 60 frames per second, guess what? You're probably somebody who has a very beefy PC and you're probably somebody who probably has, I said probably a lot of times, uh, a a (laughs) bunch of consoles. Um, this, This is not the person that you're trying to convince. I think that, I think that Stadia has the ability to grow the gaming market in the same way that the Wii grew the gaming market back in yeah. the, in its heyday. Yeah, here's here's uh, for any Google ad people that are watching, here's a free idea. And I know you don't need my ideas because you're probably way smarter at marketing than I am. But here's if if I'm a consumer, this would speak to me. 
Um, the new consoles come out, say the Xbox is $400 and the PlayStation's $500, whatever those prices happen to be. You have a commercial of a family walking into a store like a Best Buy, but a fake Best Buy, and walking down the game <laughs> aisle and they, they see Xbox Series X, $400. Oh, okay, maybe not. They see the PlayStation 5, $500. Oh, maybe not. Then they move on and it's Google Stadia free. Go to stadia.com. And so the person brings out their phone. They go pull up a Stadia app, hit hit join, flip into a game, and immediately the kids are playing a game on the phone in the store looking there. And it's like Google Stadia, free console, great games, or whatever whatever the marketing thing is. Oh, that's and really that would, good. Free console, would, great games, that's good. That, that would speak to so many people. It's like, I don't need to buy this $400, $500 thing. I could just pull it up on my phone and do it this way. Um, that would be a really, a really great way to advertise. Obviously, you just need to fine tune it a little bit. But uh, if you, if you run with that, you can just send me a, a free year of Pro Google Stadia. I'd I'd, I'd accept that as my uh, as my um, my buyers my my price for that amazing marketing idea. Yeah, and, and <laughs> you can also say like the the kids would be like, you know, as the parents are walking, well, we can get one, we can get a console in one game. And then the kids mm-hmm. are like, oh, it's free. Well, can we get like 12 games now, mom and dad? Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. uh, but exactly. I love that. Free console, great games. Um, I think that that's a really good one. And I think that that's Rocket, where... Go ahead. Rocket Raccoon's calling me a Google shill. Uh, every <laughs> every week, I, I have a different... I have, to get a, I have to get like an Xbox hat, a Nintendo hat, uh, a, a Sony hat, and a Google hat. And then whenever someone calls me a shill, I have to change the hat and put the hat on. I think that what you need to do is you need to wear an Xbox hat, uh, a Sony shirt, and put <laughs> yeah. like a pin on it for Stadia. And yeah. so that, yeah, listen, guys, we're getting paid by all of those companies. That's how, why <laughs> that's why Lloyd's going to upgrade his camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You think if I if I was really getting money hats from all these different companies, I'd have a bad webcam when, uh, when I could have a really fancy camera that uh, would make everything look amazing. I will say this. I don't think your webcam is that bad. I think it's a pretty, no. pretty damn good webcam. All right. And moving so- on to the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> listen, you can follow us, uh, follow the show on StadiaCast. You can follow me at Run, Jump, Stomp. You can follow Lloyd at Dazme. And you can join our Discord over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. We thought that we were about to finish, but... Uh, there's one last super chat that just came in. Uh, Jay Chussel said, "Free link in store to play demo instantly on camera." That's fine, but you still got to sign up for Pro. So, but what would be really amazing is if Google, once Gen Two hardware comes out and they have a bunch of Gen One blades, they just put uh, Google Stadia play free now, and it has a QR code. You scan it with your phone; it immediately downloads uh, the Stadia app with a special link that puts you right into whatever Google owned property uh, is the the top selling game at the time or whatever. And immediately you're playing on your phone in like 30 seconds after downloading the app. And it gives you like say five minutes to try Stadia on your phone. That would be amazing marketing. And then after the demo finishes, it says, hey, would you like to continue playing Google Stadia? Get here to sign up for a Google Stadia account. And boom, you sign up, you're on Google Stadia, you're you're in the store, you scanned a barcode, Obviously, stores aren't going to do that because they're not going to get any money from it. <laughs> but yeah. this would be a really this would be a really good ad where you just walk around. And then what Google could do is start putting those barcodes uh, or those uh, QR codes rather in magazines and in in, in uh, newspapers, online, you name it. Bus bus shelter ads like they could have that 
QR code everywhere and give people the ability to get on their uh, on Stadia for free and and scan it and just get in and play for five minutes to check out how the service runs. I, I I'm with you for like the bus shelter ads, but magazines and newspapers what year well, whatever is it? <laughs> whatever whatever normal marketing happens like yeah not not internet marketing but whatever the normal marketing that uh, as a company you go through uh you would you would be able to boom click click it play it and it's like oh i love this how do i get it that would be uh that would be a really great uh great way to do it uh jc hustle uh great idea for the qr code i didn't even think about that earlier have I been, I've been saying his name the wrong the whole time, and nobody ever told me it's J C Hustle, not J Chussle. <laughs> All right, it could be J Chussle. Yeah. It could be Juckle Hustle as well. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Some people pronounce their names weird, like me with Dasmi. That's right. All right, everybody. <laughs> uh, the music that you're about to hear is Subterranean Kamikaze by Zircon. You can check out their stuff at zirconstudios.bandcamp.com. Lloyd, it's good having you back, buddy. All right. Take it easy, everybody. Awesome to be back.